Hello and a very, 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 very warm welcome to this, the first Soul Trader podcast of a new decade, a new year, a new decade. I'm recording this on what is Wednesday, the 2nd of January 2020. And for those people who are old enough to remember all of those um, space film sagas and TV sagas from the last quarter of the uh, 20th century, 2020 seemed to be one of those years that people would um, put out there as one of those kind of mythical future years. But um, here we are. We find ourselves at the start of a new year. And perhaps you're listening to this at the beginning of the year or later on in the year or some other year. The theme of our podcast today is decade ahead. New decade begins, in fact. In fact, you might recall that the last podcast was um, New Decade Ahead. And so this podcast is New Decade Begins. Um, in the last podcast, we um, I invited you to reflect on the last year and the last um, decade for you personally and perhaps professionally. But today we find ourselves in a new decade. And on on the one hand, you know, a new day, a new year, a new decade is, um, you know, it seems very, very real. It seems very, very, very fresh. It seems very, very exciting, um, chartering the unknown. And of course, in many, many ways it is that. But at the same time, we've got to remember that every single day is a new day. In a way, every single day is the beginning of a new year and the beginning of a new decade. So um, we need to be mindful about our relationship with time. And it's really interesting, depending what your relationship is with time, it's interesting whether you see time as, um, as a continuum, um, you know, that yesterday, today is just a continuation of, um, of yesterday and the years before and months before, and or whether you see that everything is afresh. And of course, young people, kids and babies, particularly, you know, um, particularly babies who've got no concept of time in that way, are just meeting everything kind of afresh. And so... Perhaps what we're wanting to do here is to blend these things, blend this sense that things are new, that we have got a new page, there's a new opportunity with all of the worldly wisdom of the years that we've already seen in our lives to really, really be, be mindful um, and to apply all it is that we've learned before. So here we find ourselves at the start of a new year, a new decade. And I want to invite you, first of all, just to take a moment, just to pause and just to breathe. Just take a deep breath in. Hold that and then let it out. Really deep breath in. Hold that breath and let it out. Deep breath in. Hold it and let it out. Because from a perspective of running your own business, we do need to be refreshed. We do need to be able to be, be able to meet day each new day with um, a fresh amount of energy um, and, um, and refreshed and, and, and re-energized. You know, in the Soul Trader book, you'll be mindful that I talk a lot about the attitude of an athlete, particularly in the chapter on courage. And of course, an athlete's got to teach to, um, to treat each new game, each new contest, each new match um, as a new one. 
And of course, they may have certain insight, they may have done their research on the opponent, on the team that they're faced with and so on, but they don't want to take the team for granted and they know that today is a completely different day. It's a, it's a new day with new opportunities and they can't be complacent. And I think the same thing is here in business. And what we do know about this new decade is that it's likely to bring about whole new challenges whole new situations, whole new circumstances. Certainly, if I was to reflect on the um, time that I've been in business already, I realise that there's been um, a lot of change. Um, I realise, strangely, as I pause and I think about it, it's the third decade that I've been um, in in my business. The, the first decade um, was halfway through um what people would call the, you know, the beginning of the, the year, which began 2000. Um, and I began being my own boss, really, um, January um, that year. And in fact, I had been contractually obliged to be, I was working part-time prior to that. And I think my last day was um, in January 2005. Um, it was in January 2005. So that was kind of 15 years ago. But you know, that decade was different to the decade that would emerge and we're at the beginning of a new decade now, which is where I, I come up with that figure of this has been the, the third decade in, in, in business. What was for me very, very significant about that particular decade, which was halfway, halfway through the, you know, the 2000s when I began my, my, my business, was that everything was very, very new because I was leaving a job that I knew um, and leaving a career that I'd known for a long time, and I was starting completely new. Sure, I'd been coaching for a couple of years before part-time, but that decision to jump fully into my own business was completely new. Perhaps that's where you're at right now. Perhaps you're at that stage where you're really now, you've, you've, you've done some testing, you've done some research, and you're jumping into your business for the first time, or perhaps it's relatively new. Um, I remember for the first few years, in fact, where I had been my own boss, and even from when I was working, um, when I'd become my own boss full-time um, from 2005 onward, um, it was still quite new. I was finding my way, finding my feet. There were new challenges. I was learning about the business, and things were shifting. Things were changing. Social media was beginning to be born. The internet and um, um, very early days of social media, but the internet was beginning to develop. I probably by that time was on to my second or so website. Um, and, you know, things were, were shifting and things were changing. I bring all of these things to our attention just to be aware that um, a new decade is likely to bring all sorts of new things, all sorts of new challenges. And as I reflect um, on those years where I began my business, Bit by bit, the industry changed, my clients changed, the circumstances changed. Um, 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 come the time that I'd been in business by about five years, and um, some of the nature of the work that I was doing was completely changing. I'd only, I started off just by working with individuals. I now was giving talks and I was running workshops. I was working with people who'd been um, made redundant and so on. So things that, um, I'm doing some work from other agencies as well as just working for myself where things had started. Um, and then come the start of 2010, I changed my, um, my self-employed business into a limited company. And so things were changing again as I was beginning to take on more and um, more businesses and dealing with bigger businesses and wanting to expand the nature of my business. So 
there's this theme here about um, change, which is likely to continue to evolve. And one of the, and, and, and the, the interesting thing about about change is that so much of the change, so many of the things that will happen and that will unfold, you know, some of the so many of the platforms that I use um, that I use now in terms of promoting my business. Um, if I think about one of the social media, um, some of the social media platforms, um, Twitter and um, and, uh, and and Instagram, for example, well, they, they 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 weren't really there when I started my business, you know. So it's really really interesting. So some of the things, some of the clients, some of the technical things, some of the logistics, some of maybe even the companies that you're working with may not even be around yet. And that's one of the things that's really really fascinating and exciting about business. And that's one of the exciting kind of challenges about running a business. And of course, over the years, there have been businesses that I'd worked with who are no longer here or, or people who've moved on to completely different things. The clientele group that I had when I started my business has completely shifted. Um, so things completely changed. But I want to just um, start for a moment here just by taking us back to um, the first chapter in the Soul Trader book, which is about clarity. Because we are here at the beginning of a new decade, I want to ask you, I want to invite you to think about where are you at right now and what is right important to you right now? I pose this question a lot. I will continue to pose this question to you a lot because things will constantly change. So where are you at right now? Pause. Where are you at personally? Where are you at? Where's your health at? Where are your relationships at? Where's your mindset at? What are your circumstances? How is your business doing financially? What's going on operationally? What's going on in your sector? What's going on with your customers? And things may have even shifted from last month. Where are you at right now? What's most important to you right now? Personally, professionally, in business. How are you feeling right now? Do you want your business to just be a continuum of what it was before, or do you want it to change direction? You've got to remember that as your own boss, as master of your own destiny, and particularly when you are a sole trader that you one person are in your business, you have got this opportunity to constantly, if you like, or as often as you like, to change direction. A bit like an artist, you can change direction. Of course, there is that thing about... Um, you know, um, how people know you, how your industry knows you, your circumstances, um, your personal circumstances and so on. But on a very, very personal level, you know, it's really important to ask these questions of yourself. Where are you at right now? What is really, really important to you? Because otherwise what happens for our entire life is that things just become this banal kind of continuum and everything that was. Now, it might well be that everything's kind of good and everything's hunky-dory or where things are right now in terms of your business and your industry means that it is a time for consolidation and for things being pretty much a continuation of what they've been so far. But bear in mind that that continuation, even though it might well seem a continuation, you're still going to need to be alert, to be clear, to keep your wits about you, um, to be anticipating of those shifts personally, professionally, in your industry, in terms of the economy. Um, between now, when I record this, and the last recording, um, the government's changed. Well, I say that the government here has changed. There's been a general election. It's the same party. But actually, the, um, the, um, 
the logistics, the mathematics, the size of the majority that the party has has, has shifted. And so it means that the um, whole program that the government is going to do is going to be uh, it's going to have a completely different look or more freedom than it would have done previously. I make this point to, to help us realize that things, again, are constantly shifting. And maybe where you're at is constantly shifting. I think it's really important to, as this decade goes on, to constantly have a check in with yourself. I'm a big fan of every morning just checking how am I doing right now? How's my health doing right now? And what's most important to me right now? What's most important in terms of my business right now? There's something about this attuneness, this awareness, this attentiveness that gives a freshness to absolutely everything that you do. Because it might well be even that you started working on a proposal for somebody or, you know, you were, um, you were reading a complicated email yesterday um, in one mindset and you read it afresh today and you, you look at it today with fresh eyes. You realize you could bring something else into it. You realize you could add more. You realize that there's a new opportunity. You realize that that customer who asks for X product may be unaware that you also do Y product. So it might well also be flagging that up. We're flagging that up to them to let them know that, you know what, we've now got a new range. We could provide you with X, but we've now also got Y. This mindset is so, so, so important. This clear mindset, this openness mindset. So today in this podcast, I don't want to give you too much by way of content. I have a saying that, Space is more important than content. Space is more important than content. Because without space, content is just clutter. And so you're going to need to have this clear mind. This clear mind. um, So that whether things are changing, whether things are a bit unpredictable, whether... um, Things are getting a little bit stale for you in business and you're wanting to give them a refresh. The fact that you're clear, you've got this clear mindset and you've got this kind of openness is really, really, really going to help you. Now, that openness needs to be an openness to yourself and an awareness of yourself and your own circumstances. But of course, it's going to need to be an openness and an awareness of everything that's going around you, what's going on for your customers. And the more it is that we listen to our customers, the more it is that we stay attuned to them and we're having dialogue with our customers and our potential customers, the more it is that we're going to begin to be able to serve them. And again, that's chapter two, is it? So now you're clear, it's all about your customers, it's all about your customers, where are they at, what's going on for them, have conversations with them, find out what's going on, what's shifting. Toward the end of last year, right at the end of last year, a number of my clients in the health sector dropped me a line because they said, look, Rashid, there's this particular initiative and there's this particular um, um, uh, potential where we could be potentially be doing this really important piece of work with some of our our clients and it's linked to a central initiative and a central, uh, um, some central funding where there's um, an opportunity for us to look at these particular priorities. Um, and that was something that had been um, announced very, very, very late um, in, in, in December. I had to be open, I had to be attuned, I had to be mindful that that became very important to my clients and so I needed to respond very, very, very quickly. If I was too caught up in how I perceived things or saw things, I wouldn't be able to address that and um, to make that space, to make that adjustment for our customers. 
So I, I think that this thing of space here is really, really important. I hadn't realized when I began this podcast that I would be taking us back to space. And it's funny, I was playing around and joking around with space in terms of <laughs> in terms of the cosmos, in terms of space. But then I ended up talking about physical space, head space, clarity space, thinking space, um, where you sit in terms of your space and your, mar- and your market, which is really important. And being clear about who are you? Who are you at right now? There have been certain t- moments, and this is going to be probably the last thing I'm going to leave you with, there have been certain moments in my career where I've paused and I've reflected on who I am, you know, who I am as a brand in my particular industry. Who are you? Who are you within your industry? What is your business within your industry? How do people see you and perceive you in your industry? What are people wanting of you? You know, there's something about that marketing site, and I can remember um, probably about halfway, um, you know, half the time I've been in my business doing some really amazing work with a guy called David Milnes, who I think I mentioned in the Soul Trader book, um, and he's a market insight expert, really helping people really understand their market. You know, it's all about helping people to be able to ultimately gain new customers, but also to understand their existing customers and understand where they sit in the market. And we did some really interesting um, research in terms of, you know, how my customers perceive me. We did some really interesting research on who they were, where they were at, how they felt about me and what they wanted for me in my business. And that was really, really insightful because while some of that stuff I did know, some of that stuff I wasn't as sharply attuned to, and that really helped me to understand how my clients perceived me and what my clients wanted for me and all sorts of opportunities in my business. So I invite you to do that. I invite you to have those conversations. And again, that leads us on to another chapter, isn't it, in the Soul Trader book, the book, uh, the chapter about conversations. Perhaps this might be a lovely moment for you to revisit the Soul Trader book. You know, to if you've got a copy of it on the um, shelf, I invite you to pick it up. Maybe you know, maybe there's a particular chapter that you're drawn to, or maybe you want to be um, go to that opening um, chapter guide, or maybe it is that you want to just flick it open on whatever page and read it and see what is it saying to you, and how is it that that confronts you right now in terms of where it is that you want to go into your business. You're wanting to restart up that creativity, innovation in your business. So. Um, yeah, I just want to leave it there. I want to leave this sense of openness, this sense of possibility, this sense that we are going to need to pivot, we are going to need to be ready for change. But we do want to be kind of um, open-minded and, and, and excited and enthusiastic about this new, about this whole new chapter, because there's going to be all sorts of challenges, changes and things that we're just even unaware of yet. And, and that is one of the things that is just absolutely fascinating about business. And that takes us to the core of what business is, innovation. When you started in your business, you had your idea, you wanted something new. There was something that wasn't being provided in the market, or you had this sense that you could do things differently, or you wanted to change your life up in some way. So there's something about that change, that newness, that's really, really important to that consciousness. Um, Enjoy the journey. The last thing I really want to say here is remember that the chapter about compassion Loving you, loving what you do, loving others too. That love is really, really important. Love is going to be really, really key. And love is the, (laughs) have the quote, uh, which is, love is the only answer to every question. It's the only thing that will serve you in every situation. It's the medication. It's the vocation. It should be at the heart of your life's vocation. You know, this thing about compassion, love, that love, it's going to be the thing that will energize you. It's going to be the fact that you love what you do and you love your product and you love your service that's going to make people fall in love with what it is that you do because you know that they know that you really genuinely care about the products that you provide, about the service that you give, about the customers that you that you work for. 
Anyway, I want to wish you all the best for this new decade ahead, this new decade that's just beginning, in fact. Enjoy it, relish it, cherish it, help shape it. And we do know that on a global level, that as often has always been the case, no doubt, that there are also those external challenges. And so the more you can be authentically you, this is the heartbeat of Soul Trader, the more you can authentically be you, the more it is that you can be bringing your unique gifts to the world, the more it is that you're going to be able to share your scent with the world, share your magic with the world, share your gifts with the world, and play your part in the world to, to, to address what the world um, um, needs, what customers need. And that's a really, really exciting thing, isn't it? Um, when all said and done, when all the decades have been said and done, that there you were doing what you were doing and doing it with good heart. Please, please, please don't forget your friends, your family, your loved ones, because those are really, they are really, really important. They will be your supporters. They can be there in the difficult times and so on, and perhaps before and beyond when you run your own business. So do remember all the reasons why you started this business and do remember all the things that help nourish your business and, and contribute to your business, even though they may not have a direct part in your business. Enjoy every moment of your life and your business. And I hope to see um, some of you at my Soul Trader and Networking for Success events. Um, and you'll see me um, on social media and on the um, soultrader.biz site. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and wishing you every joy for the days, months um, and years ahead. Lots of love. Bye-bye.